What's up, everybody? Welcome to the huddle where we come at you every week to discuss maintaining forward progress in your flooring career, really uh, just about any uh, business uh, this applies to. But today, join me is Daniel, at least for the moment. For right now. Um, so we're going to talk about uh, setting realistic goals. Uh, it's something I've worked on a lot in my life. Um, thought I'd get your guys' perspective, but the reason this is, is uh, <clears throat> our businesses in construction uh, really require goals, even if they're daily project goals or, or financial goals or growth goals. Um, I've had the pleasure of being mentored by some of the uh, leading entrepreneurs in in uh, the United States on this matter. Uh, I have not perfected it even close, but I know what they say and I know what I try to do as much as possible. So I thought I'd share that and then get your guys' take on what you guys kind of do, um, you know, from that perspective. So just to start off, I would say that um, a lot of people will tell you to you know set realistic goals and that's kind of what we talked about in our title but it's a little catch 22 there um short-term goals or you know weekly monthly uh, even yearly uh you may want realistic but uh, at the end of the day when you're looking at a big vision you really want something that's going to drive you it's going to challenge you um and really um, hold your feet to the fire. The idea, and um, I, there's a lot of confluence, a lot of people that believe in this way. Uh, <clears throat> if you're aiming for the stars, you'll hit the moon type scenario, right? Like you may not hit that goal, although you try like hell. Um, the truth is you might not hit it, but you also, you don't know where your, where your limit is, if you always have a goal that you can reach and you know you'll reach and you hit that and then you go to the next one. While that will move you forward, uh, it's not gonna slingshot you. Um, so that's kind of the premise here. Uh, I like to set annual goals for the company and for myself. Um, and um, But then on a day-to-day -day basis, we have project goals, you know, like, day to day what you are trying to get done in a in a given day with a given crew or for your own crew those types of things need to be highly realistic because you gotta um obviously that information gets shared to your client to the general contractor or maybe the end user you may be working for um so that's almost like to do's uh but they're still goals right and you want them to be realistic when you're talking about big financial goals, um, I make them scary. Sometimes they're impossible to hit, at least um, that's what I think in the beginning. Uh, a lot of times you get a lot closer than you probably imagined. Uh, so setting big goals and dreaming big, uh, I'm, I'm a big proponent of. And then breaking that down into actionable steps that you can take on a daily or weekly basis to make sure you're moving towards that goal and your ability to execute on your daily or weekly uh, tasks or goals that move you to your big goal, uh, determine if you make it. 
And uh, so that's kind of how I've approached it. Um, I'll give some examples maybe here in, a, in this call about a few different goals that how I set them and how I reached them. But uh, what do you what do you guys do on your side? I, I'm speaking mostly business, or, but personal is important, too, because there's a balance to all this. Yeah, <clears throat> uh, for our goals, like especially lately, it's been small ones, right? Um, just being able to write things down and go through the list and getting daily daily stuff done has been a struggle for a long time. So, I mean, got post-it notes everywhere to remind myself. I got books everywhere to... You, you got to, you know, that's a goal of mine is to get more organized and to actually stay on task. And without writing stuff down like that, it's real easy to get on some some tangents and just not even realize, you know, how much time is lost in a day when you don't stay on task. <clears throat> as well, far well, that's a big piece of it, right, is writing them down, writing your big goals down, but then breaking them down. And when I say big goals, uh, they could be big tasks. Uh, Andy Frisella, I'm, uh, I've had the pleasure of being mentored by him. And one of his things is like, what are the five most important things you can do today that move you closer to your long-term vision? And if you can do those five things every day and then Obviously, you're going to have these ancillary tasks that come up and, and creep onto your to-do list. But these five things, you know, the, the power list, as he calls it, that is, um, that is the way you, you know, continue to keep forward motion or forward progress towards a bigger goal. So if your goal, if my goal was to be an XYZ sized company, then I break that down into actionable steps. And then what five things can I do on a daily basis? What phone calls, right. emails or whatever. So, and then keeping your to-do list that keeps you on task for all your daily tasks. This is kind of on the, um, almost separate from that, although they can play together, but yeah, yeah. writing, I guess I was just saying writing them down is huge. Yeah, and like you said, you know, it's almost uh, you you want to get the big picture type stuff, right, and set that goal and then almost reverse engineer that into, all right, this is my goal. What steps do I need to, to get there? And then break those steps down further all the way down to your daily task. So that way you're always following something to get to your goal. So uh, Rollin is on Facebook right now, and he asks if we feel – that goals and self-drive go side by side? Um, I think you gotta have some internal motivation to set goals. Uh, if you go up to the average person, uh, it's like one in every you know 10 to 15 people even have written goals. So, um, and there's other studies that show it's like one in a hundred. So. Yeah, I think you got to be somewhat motivated, self-motivated to write them down. Um, and then, of course, you know, we're talking owners to owners here. Who's going to who's going to make you do it? It's got to be you. 
Roland's the same way. He's in his own, you know, he's a head honcho, man. Who's going to make him do those things? It's, it's him. It's, it's your self drive and your self motivation. So that's a good question and a good, good insight. If you think about it, because uh, it kind of tells you what may be missing in a lot of people's, um, you know, ability to uh, log their goals and follow. I, I got, I'll be 100% transparent. I haven't written my goals down in six months. I'm really ashamed of it. I'm sitting here doing a, a podcast about writing down goals, but I have seen the power of it. You know, I've done it for years and years and years, but I can also tell you from not doing it the, the way that I've done it in the past for the last, I don't know, four to six months or something, I can see a difference. I'm not achieving the things. I'm not taking those steps. It's like taking a ladder. If you have your goals written down and you're doing this kind of daily ritual of like trying to get those five things done that'll move you closer to your goal, you all of a sudden you look and you skipped a few rungs. You're up the ladder higher than what you thought, closer to your goal. So I can tell you from both practicing it and then, uh, you know, have lacking the self-discipline or um, uh, that's all it really is in doing it this last four to four to six months, something like that. Yeah, I think that, yeah, you, you have to really be motivated in order to want to get somewhere else. Um, a lot of the, the people, you know, stay where they're at because although they want to get there, they have no motivation to get there, right? They just want to get their eight and skate, so to speak. Do you think they want to get there? Or do they want to get the rewards of being there? A lot of it has to do with the, the whole uh, human nature of, you know, wanting that instant gratification, right? And it's, why can't I just start working here and in six months make as much money as the best installer? Well, you're not as good as that best installer, so you got some work to do. And they, they see, from the outside looking in, you see, wow, they're great, but they don't see the 20 years that they put in in order to get to where they're at. They just want to be, boom, let me start doing this and be as good as you. And I mean, don't get me wrong. There's some people that come in and, you know, a couple months down the road, you're like, man, this dude Surprise is, you. This person is moving. Yeah. <clears throat> well, I asked that question because I, I think there's a lot of people that are stuck in the uh, social media world and you know, I, I'm on social media. I use it as a tool, uh, sometimes for entertainment as well. Um, but I, I don't look at somebody who has, uh, you know, that's, that's maybe has a lifestyle or something that, I, that would be appealing to me and say, Ooh, man, I want that. And I don't, I don't, but I don't want to do the work to get there, but I want that. You know, I realize the effort that goes behind things and that being lucky is kind of, there's an element of luck to just about everything, but it's pretty small. Really what I've learned is luck is really when preparedness meets opportunity. You know, when you have an opportunity and you're prepared and then a couple of years later, you look lucky. I mean, it looks like dude, this guy went from this to that all of a sudden. Well, what about the other 18 years it took to get to get ready and then be open to the opportunity? So I think a lot of that is, is um, 
you know, has to be considered if you're, if you're looking at that stuff, I wouldn't get motivated by things, get motivated by accomplishment of your tasks and your goals. Cause that usually leads to, um, the lifestyle that you want. Yeah. I, I watch a lot of documentaries, right? I, I don't think my kids and my wife love it, but anytime I'm <laughs> actually watching TV, it's on a documentary and I'm actually learning something. And, uh, like, it's crazy the way, like, even, you know, the rock stars that we look at and the, the famous singers and stuff out there, you watch their documentaries and that's what they say, you know, they had a goal in mind and they wanted to do anything they, they could do to get there. And you really don't see the struggles that they went through until you watch something like that. that and it's like, man, this dude was just brushed off by everyone and he never quit. Yeah. He he seen that goal and he wasn't gonna stop until he got there, right? Yeah, it's like that Harry Potter book, right? I think she got like denied by ten or twelve publishers or whatever before someone either took a chance on her. I can't remember if she self published it or what, but I remember reading a story that she was denied by like multiple. Everyone, yeah, yeah. And they, they thought, and look at that, that thing made her a billionaire, you know, that one, that one storyline turned into the saga of, you know, Harry Potter. Stuff is still coming out. Yeah. So, yeah, I'd say don't quit, but, you know, when I'm writing goals, uh, you know, and I'm really motivated here, I am sitting talking about goals. I'm, I'm motivated to um, restart my my um ritual of a daily i still have my power list i i have the five things but it's kind of like the ship in the harbor without a without a route or a captain like if i don't have a goal i'm just kind of doing stuff and even though they seem important at the time if i'm not aimed at something then the likelihood of getting there is is uh you know nearly impossible so having a goal is like having that target um, or having GPS coordinates to a, you know, from from where you are to where you want to be. That's what your goal provides is gives you the two right. points. The best thing about the goal, too, is you're working towards it. And if you set a timeline and you don't hit that, you can always reformulate what you're doing in order to still try and get that. You just reformulate your your steps and keep that goal and I think that's what we've been doing for the past few years it's like you know we we have a vision of where we want to be but in order to get there it's been a lot of you know this Mm -hmm. and every time that you know for the past I want to say four or five years that we felt all right now we're finally making momentum you know we hired this person this person's going to put us to the next level to where we can get this accomplished. And then what happens? They're gone and you're back at square one and you gotta, you just gotta pick up the pieces and say, all right, well, this is still gonna be my goal, but it's gonna be a different route to get there at this point. Yeah, and you can evaluate what went, what went wrong or what went right and kind of double down on the things that went yeah. right. And you, you got to look at things from a different perspective too, right? Because when these things happen, it seems like, man, you're so devastated. This sucked. I spent so much time on this. And then like a couple of years down the road, not even that long sometimes, it's like, 
I'm kind of happy that happened because it wouldn't have worked out in the long run anyway. So that was probably for the best. Yeah. Well, and goals are, <clears throat> they're a little bit, um, you know, like I said, they're kind of a target. They're, they're a little, uh, how do I say this? They should be inspiring, almost unachievable sometimes. Uh, but when you look back and you say, where did I start? At least you moved, you know, forward towards that goal. And um, even if things didn't go right and you absolutely achieved it, you know, um, kind of evaluating the, the areas, like I said, that you, you had a really good uh, response or a good um, outcome and then kind of doubling down on that and failure, you know, kind of one of the, the biggest pieces of this is don't look at failure as a bad thing. Look at that as a lesson of what not to do next time. That's easy to say, right? But if you look at people who've done really great things, they failed their way to success. I mean, Thomas Jefferson, you know, that story is, is uh, probably fresh on, I mean, most people know about it, but he basically said, I didn't, you know, he, he didn't fail 10,000 times when he was uh, inventing, you know, the light bulb or whatever. He found 10,000 10, ways it didn't work. And he right. found, you know what I mean? Uh, so he, he took the failure as a lesson on just it, that didn't work. So the next thing will, something will work. So you got to keep pushing and pushing and pushing. It takes perseverance a lot of times. So and that's probably what Roland, I would think a little bit of insight on that as well is that, you know, his goals, it takes self-motivation, but it also takes that perseverance, it takes motivate your self-discipline just to get started. It really takes a lot of per perseverance to keep going when you get kicked and right. uh, you will get kicked. Like you just said, you know, you had a guy that started and everything was looking good and you thought things were going to go taking this thing to the next level and next thing you know that guy's gone so what what can you change next time to either not depend on that person for it or is it uh is it a different person you you got a lot of lessons you can learn from that and you probably have so we have and then on the flip side of kind of like pushing pushing Rollin asks if you feel like we can someone can get to a point where they're happy with the place they've gotten to and feel like they've actually hitting their ultimate goal already. Yeah, that's that's a great question. That's probably uh, the million dollar question is, you know, I think it really depends on your personality. High achievers, uh, generally, they get somewhere and they're like, I enjoyed the journey there more than I did getting there than being there and they create another goal or another, you know, they have another thing in their head that they're going to go after. Um, those people, um, you know, I, I don't know many um, people that get to accomplish a big goal in their life. Maybe it's to have a hundred thousand dollars in the bank or something. And then they're like, okay, well now I'll quit saving or something. They look at it and they're like, I did that. And that motivates them to go ahead and set that next goal. And what, and I just use that as an analogy, but um, 
you know, whatever it is, a lot of times, once you get there, you're going to re you're going to set another one because you now know for a fact you can achieve stuff, uh, especially if you're young and you're setting goals and you're, you know, a teenager and you're, or you're in your low twenties and you're setting a goal and you actually get to that spot. It's very unlikely you're going to stop there. So I don't know. I think that's a personal uh, person by person thing, but from just knowing a lot of high achievers, I would tell you that most of the time they get to that, uh, they, they reach that goal and they either already have another one set or they, they get the confidence, especially if you're new to it. I'll tell you that if you're new to it and you reach that first goal of whatever that is, that seems big to you at the time. And you're like, shit, I did it. I, why not set another one, you know? Right. And I think, uh, like we've had multiple different goals on, you know, different levels. We have the, you know, the business goals and then industry goals and stuff like that. And it was probably, probably around four years ago or something like that, you know, uh, Jose and I were talking and it's like, you know, the, the ultimate industry goal is to leave the industry better than when we came in. And um, I forget who it was, but someone asked me uh, if I felt like I've already achieved that goal. I said, I mean, if I feel like the industry still has a lot of work to do, but I still feel like my presence, our presence in the industry has already left it better than it, it was when we got here. Yeah. And that's, that's where, what's up, Jose? What's up? I was there, but nobody could see or hear me. So. Well, now you're in frame. Yeah. Well, I, I, uh, you know, when you're talking about, <clears throat> you know, the goal of leaving the industry better than the way you found it, if you get real specific on what you're trying to do, that's when you know you've, you've hit it, you know, uh, you've already left the industry, you know, you've already made a big impact. You guys both have made a big impact on the industry. What I would say is setting something like solving this XYZ problem, whatever, maybe higher installer pay or whatever the deal is. That's just an example. But whatever that is, then you have a real concrete, specific item that you can know for a fact, like it, it's an, almost like an, uh, an epiphany that you've reached it. Um, but that's a huge goal, though that you guys set, like you're talking about impacting an entire industry. And a lot of people think our industry is small. It's probably, it's, it's the biggest small industry I know of, meaning it's bigger than most people realize that like 20 something billion dollars of sales in material goods. But then you add labor in there at about 15 billion. And now overall you're at like a, you know, 35 to $40 billion industry. So the fact that our industry is still so small, though, from an organization standpoint, we, we have a lot of access to people that, you know, if you were in aerospace to go sit down with uh, as, a, as a machinist to go sit down with the president of Boeing or something is, is unlikely, highly unlikely. But I've sat down multiple times, and I know you guys have, and I know plenty of other installers who have sat down with CEOs of 
the carpet mills that run billion dollar businesses. So I think we're, as an industry, we're a big, small industry, um, but your goal to impact it in a positive way, um, that's a hell of a goal. And I applaud you guys for, for going after that. And, and uh, you know, I share some of, and a lot of those same aspirations is to um, help the industry heal in a lot of ways and solve a lot of the communication and um, labor issues. Um, those are big, big audacious goals to, to solve and takes a lot of perseverance. And you guys are a part of that as, as you know. Um, but yeah, re reaching for the stars, you may fall short, but you know, you do get there and you do um, move forward if you're, if you're consistently trying on a daily basis. Right. And that's, that's where we're at. As long as we're moving forward with it and we're, we're not going to stop doing what we're doing, you know, and uh, who's to say that later on, you, you know, after we're gone, they look back and they're like, eh, they really didn't do that much, but Hey, at least we tried. Right. A drop, a drop I doubt that. <laughs> a drop in the bucket. It's still a drop in the bucket. Right. It's one, one drop closer, closer to filling that bucket up. And that's really all that matters. And sorry, I came in late guys. I really was there. I just couldn't, didn't have any like options to, uh, to, to speak where I was at. I was having, uh, I think I just joined a little bit later than, uh, than I needed to. But um, I'm sorry to backtrack too, as I want to go back on um, a couple of things like the goals and all that. Like uh, I just had a conversation with my nephew uh, last week or the week before about goals. He's like, yeah, I'm setting up goals. And so I, I broke it down a little bit different for him. I said, how about instead of setting up goals, you just create milestones? He was like, why? I said, because if you don't achieve your goal, then you're going to be like, oh, I failed. I failed. And I'm like, you shouldn't view it like that, right? Because some people are a little bit different if they set milestones and on the way to that milestone, they get sidetracked or have to make a lateral movement. They didn't fail at their goal. Their milestone just changed, right? Um, either changed in length of time or changed as uh, a, a, the description change and they'll get back to it or they can hit a yeah. milestone and then split two different directions. So that, that's my little two cents on that. Yeah, I don't think there's a right or wrong way to look at it. I would say that, you know, you got to be cautious and self-aware enough to make sure you're not shortchanging yourself in those instances where you don't reach a goal and then you, uh, or you don't, you get, you get to a certain milestone and then you, you uh, take a different path. As long as you're not taking the easier path because it's easier but you're taking the other path because it's more effective in getting to your goal. There's an easy path. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes, or at least it seems easy. Yeah. Yeah. You know how that goes. Usually uh, are, are, are too good to be true. That's because it really is too good to be true. Yeah. I thought I had a rich uncle in freaking Scotland that $14 million was supposed to give me, at least I got that fax last week. Right. <laughs> the, the email that, <laughs> That they, they found uh, $14 million in in a government account that has your name on it. You yeah, all they need your bank account. <laughs> all they need your bank account information and they'll 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 forward that straight to you. Signature in a bank account. Everlasting installations is on here. He says that whenever he clears uh every time he clears a goal off the vision board, that's his motivation to set that next goal, like we were talking about earlier. All right, I hit this. Now it's it's time to to get this next one, and 
I can I can see that right because that's that self motivation. Yeah, and vision boards are cool because you take the time to do one. Um, they they keep that you know especially with men. I'm I'm not trying to separate us, but men are just very uh, visual creatures, and uh, it works for women too. Don't get me wrong, um, but it's just like as a guy, you're very visual um stimulus right i mean we we're we're the main buyers of exotic cars for a reason we're main buyers of you know uh these these um you know lamborghinis and ferraris and stuff because visually we're we're uh motivated by that kind of thing so vision board's cool because it keeps it right out in front of you it's cool to hear someone's keeping a vision board yeah, Crystal actually has us mm -hmm. all putting our own personal vision boards together and we're putting them on a, a bigger board out in the, the warehouse because she wants these guys to realize that you should set some goals. You should have some motivation in what you do somewhere. And uh, I think she's getting a little bit of pushback right now. <laughs> well, that's cool. That's leadership right there. Yeah, she's a great leader, man. And you know what? And I, I missed a, I missed the memo on getting that done, but I, I she gave me everything this morning to to get going. Someone on. was on vacation. <laughs> How dare you? I know. I gotta pay more. I gotta be better than that. Well, that's pretty cool. You guys are doing that and combining them um, as a team. It sounds like you're. She's encouraging everybody at your company to do that, huh? Yep. Yeah, everyone. She wants everyone to do it so that way we can actually point out how alike some of our our goals and just our hobbies, just yeah, life just, in general. It's just it, it's going to bring it all together. It's going to that should be a good time. team building uh, thing as well as like helping others, you know, achieve their goals. So um, yeah, yeah kudos there. That's that's a good idea. I might have to steal that. Take some pictures and send it's them trademarked back. already. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just um, I guess in in closing here for me anyway, uh, I just want people to realize that failure is not failure, really. It's just a lesson. Um, there's a lot of these times when we we feel like a failure. Um, just got to check yourself. Today's been a really rough day for me, actually, um, in a lot of ways. It was, um, you know, we've, we got a big kick in the old keister with, you know, a couple of our long-term guys, one of them retiring, one of them moving on to another company, uh, total different industry, in fact, uh, which we kind of sad to lose him from the industry, let alone our company. But uh, with all that, we have, you know, a lot of pressure then stacked upon the the remaining people keeping a positive outlook even when things don't work out or when something falls back um, I'm working on a big deal you guys know about that we're having some complications with and it's just this little piece that's keeping the the whole train from moving and you know the goal is clear and we just kind of keep getting notched down. I'm not going to give up, you know, we're going to persevere. We'll get through it and, and get the problem solved. But, 
Um, I think it's I think it's got a lot to do with uh, staying with something, even when you get. It, it may seem like a failure, but it's just a, a, a short setback, you know, if you're taking two or three steps up and you take one back down, you're still two steps ahead. Right. So just keep going, just keep pushing. So don't look at failure as like this ending thing. It's, it's a lesson. Hey, failure is the foundation of success. So it's the, um, the only way that you can actually put it all together and make sense of the finished product. Um, I'd really hate for me to experience success without failing because then the steps and the effort to get there is unknown. Like I'm just there. How, if something goes wrong, I won't know how to fix it. Yeah. I've heard it said that like, you know, um, failure is like a setback is only should only be considered a failure or is only considered a failure when you accept it as one. So if you feel like it's a failure, that's when it's failure. It's not that the item or the event itself's a failure. You're giving it that label. It's just a setback, just something you got to overcome. So if you just keep that positive mindset going, and this might sound a little foo-foo, but this is true. You just got to keep going sometimes and not accept it as a failure, accept it as a lesson and keep driving forward. Um, it, and that's even in like your kids' sporting events. You know, your son throws a, a game that he wasn't super proud of. Well, there's some lessons in there. It, he shouldn't come off the mound feeling like a complete failure. There's just some lessons there that he can learn um, and, and get better. One of our, right. we, we just adopted three kids and one of them's playing <clears throat> football and he didn't get the position he wanted, you know, on the team. Uh, he wanted to be one of the skilled positions, you know, running back and wide receiver or something. And he's a, he's in line, he's a defensive end and a offensive end, you know, and um, that's not a failure. He he's, he's, he's on the team first off. Secondly, uh, he's going to get better just playing that position, uh, understanding plays and understanding routes and understanding uh, you know, blocking for his quarterback, for example, and, and which way to do that, you'll get a better understanding of the game. And he's, you know, seventh grade. So he's got plenty of time to grow into his body oh, yeah. and you know, that takes him. So a lot, a lot, kind of, there's a lot of kids out there that don't even start playing football until seventh grade. Or so, even high school. Yeah. But cool story. You know, you were talking about being on the mound and, you know, having that tough game. It was, we actually went and watched a Shohei Otani pitch when he came to to Detroit, it was it was one of those things. I told my wife, I was like, if he come, if he's pitching on one of these days, we're going. And she texted me. The game was on Sunday. She texted me Saturday at like 1 p.m. She was like, he's pitching tomorrow. The next text after that was, I got the tickets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good. And then and then when we got there, uh, he did not have a great game. You know, you went, we went in there. I fully thought we were going to lose and he was going to just demolish us. And it, you know, Tanya and I talked and it's like, that's probably the best thing that could have happened because now, you know, the, the kids can see that you can be one of the best people in the world and still have an off day. But you yeah. know what he's going to do? He's going to shake that off and he's going to go get that next one. And that's yeah. how you need to kind of look at things. Yeah, so they say. 
they say short memory in sports. I think that's the same thing when you're setting goals, like learn from your lesson and move on. Like, don't let it drag you down. Don't let that, that, uh, that setback drag you down into failure, you know, get your motivation, sock, sulk for a second or so, but <laughs> get back on the horse, you know? Right. And I'm, I'm sure he's going to be, you know, talking to his coaches and everything about it. Don't feel like you can't reach out to someone to, to help you out with something that you're struggling in. Like if you need to talk to someone, talk to someone. Yeah. I did find it very uh, helpful one time. Um, I hired a business coach to help me through some of that before. Um, you know, sometimes you just got to reach out and have somebody guide you, uh, especially if you're an entrepreneur and you're on your own and you, you may feel like you don't have a lot of people to go to. Um, it's always there to, there's plenty of business coaches. There's, uh, there's, there's undoubtedly uh, dozens in any given city. So uh, you can always find them. But the point is, is that, you know, sometimes you need a little bit of help and it's okay to ask for it. But uh, that too goes back to Roland uh, comment and that takes self-discipline and motivation, inner motivation to just make that, that step. So, yeah, I think it all boils down to, you know, keeping, keeping your goals in sight, keep moving forward and uh, have that discipline to, uh, to do so. Yeah. No, no, uh, no, you're my friend told me once uh, playing ball. And obviously we compare a lot of things, sports. I hit the ball and I got a double, right. But before I got to two, I probably could have went to three. But before I got there, you hear him. He says, know your body, just <laughs> know your body, right? So and then, uh, that, I stopped that too, because so he said that, he's like, oh man. I, I, my head said, you know what? If I do go for it, chances are I'm going to have to slide. I'm not built for that kind of. <laughs> know your body. You know who it was? It was Gnome. It was Gnome. He was, right? he was trying to push you to go to three though? No, no, he's trying to tell me the nice way to stand too. <laughs> uh, know your body. I'll never forget it. But you know, that that kind of a relate that resonated with me through more than just that moment and that 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 situation. It's uh, you know, it's a metaphor for for know yourself, right? Like mm-hmm. if you like back to Rollins' comment, like uh, when is enough enough? When you when you stay stop is um when you start losing the passion for the things that you're doing know yourself, man, know your body, know that going through the motions isn't going to get you where you want to go. Um, being passionate about it and finding passionate people to surround yourself with will help motivate you to move on right. to those next steps. Um, know your body. Just, I'll never forget that's it. That's kind of like what Jorge just said right here. We got a comment on LinkedIn. He said, uh, not to stay st- stagnant doing the same thing, play with the new products, learn new things, you know, that can be motivation to, to keep you moving forward, but without, you know, doing the research and motivating yourself to, to try those new things, you're just going to stay in the same spot. So surround yourself with the people that are trying to build themselves up just like you are and trying to learn those new things. And it'll help, help you self-motivate to push yourself even further. And I think that that's, uh, those are some good words right there. Yeah, that encompasses right. a lot. Yeah, I mean, that's why we're talking to you right now. We all have goals, and 
I mean, we we went over there to to your spot to ask you questions. I mean, you you've been sure. through a lot of the same stuff that we're going through now, and we appreciate everything that you you said to us so far. And you're very modest. Everyone who's listening, the gentleman right here is very modest. He's also very passionate about the industry, and he is leaving a mark as well. So it's just, you know, we're just all making our own little marks on different sides of, of the country right now. Your mark is a lot bigger than ours, just to let you know. We appreciate any help and everything that you're, you're doing. With well, it. I think we, we um, you know, we're aligned in our in our passion for, for a lot of these things. And, and um, I look at it like, there, you know, you're not always, um, how do I say this? I, I'm not always looking for uh, somebody that's bigger than me to, to motivate me or whatever. I find motivation in your guys's, and what I admire uh, is your guys's dedication to growth, your dedication, and I'm talking personal growth and getting better, all those things are what continue to push you forward. Um, I, I would say at the end of all of this, if if anybody gets anything out of it is, you know, set your goals, the motivation side of it, it does take some personal motivation or some, you know, self-discipline. But the other thing is, you know, make sure you're pushing yourself. Sometimes you can get in these zones where, you're doing things, but you're not really pushing yourself and you'll, you'll see it at the end of a, a period. And I'm noticing it now because I haven't really been pushing myself on, on goals, uh, where, uh, you, and you know, the business kind of, uh, you know, saying that is if you're not growing, you're dying. And there's a lot of truth to that in business, uh, and personally, because you, even in my marriage, I've been married for 27 years uh, you know, there's times where you're just kind of coasting along and it gets, that's where you lose passion. That's when the passion gets lost is when that you just kind of coast along. So you got to be cognizant of that. I'm, I've got to be cognizant of that in my, in my personal life, say my marriage or, or my business is try to continue to push the envelope, um, and have that as your gauge. And it is each, each person's a little bit different, have their own, um, you know, know, know your body type deal. <laughs> That's true. I mean, like it would be a bit ridiculous for me to think like, I'm going to go build a rocket. Now, Elon did it. Can I do it? So the, the most motivational people in the world will tell you, oh, yes, you can. Well, I'm not saying I couldn't eventually, but I'm telling you, am I first check myself? Am I passionate? That to me is knowing your body. Am I passionate about that? You know, you may, you may be a great hitter and not a great runner. Know your body, right? You take your, take your wins where they, where you get them uh, that match your talents. Um, so I think the vision boards are another good thing that came out of this uh it's cool you guys are doing that by the way that's awesome that's all that's all baby sister credit goes to baby, her baby sister brought some cool stuff because she and that that's all that's ultimate yeah, leadership she, right she completed hers before she even told anyone what was going on she was like boom here's mine this is what you guys are doing this is your homework she led by example yep that's awesome 
All right, guys. Well, we have come to the end of our time here. I want to thank both of you for joining me. Uh, I know this isn't like super flooring specific, but I don't think that it, any of us believe that this would always be, oh, what glue are you using? What trial size? Like these are, these are things that, that will help you to think uh, a little bit bigger, a little longer term. And uh, then those trial size things kind of end up on your to-do list. <laughs> right. Unless you guys want to do one, one, one of these episodes where that's all we do is give you one little schooling section on how to do this, you know, one foot of flash cove. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, those are, um, you know, this whole time we've spent together on, on a weekly basis, I value cause it, it kind of, it kind of remotivates me in a lot of ways, uh, reminds me of things that are, uh, important and kind of refocuses it, you know, like when your camera is too close to something and it starts to focus and it, it finally focuses, it's that kind of a thing for me. So I really appreciate you guys joining every week and you, you guys are awesome. And I, I really appreciate that, that your sister is, um, doing that. That's cool that she's pushing other people to kind of chase their dreams and giving them the Sometimes you're giving someone else the power to chase their dreams and that's what she's doing. And that's cool. I think she's trying to re to have people realize that they do have a dream. That's, you know, whether it's, you know, doing flooring or not. I mean, you, you, you gotta have something that you're looking forward to. Let's focus on that. And that can be your motivation on why you're here and doing this. I mean, everyone's got hobbies, right? Yeah. yeah. So take your, take your passion from there and kind of translate it over here too, because this is, what's supporting that hobby anyways. You don't want everyone, anyone to feel stuck. Yeah. Yep. All right, gentlemen. Well, thanks again. We'll be talking to you soon. And uh, everybody else, we will see you uh, next week. Uh, please join us. And if you have any comments, feel free to, to open up the chat. Didn't have time to even look at if uh, there was any chats. I don't believe. I know. I, we usually do everything. Oh, excuse me. We usually do everything at the end, but I was kind of just throwing everything in there as it was as it was coming to. Yeah, that was good though. Awesome. All right, fellas, we'll have a good week, and we will chat with you later. All right. See you. Bye, everybody.